Hi, welcome to Haven. This is a podcast that's a safe space for curiosity and conversation. I'm your host, Haven, and today I'm curious about what's it like to be a teenager right now? What's it like to be a teenager right now? So most of you listening have been teenagers before and you understand how it's all over the place. It's some of your best memories. It's some of your hardest memories, all the ups and downs. There's visceral memories. There's a lot that kind of gets packaged into that like sweet couple years of 13 to 18. So I'm actually more interested in what is it like to be a teenager right now? Because it's a wildly different experience than any other teenager has faced in generations past with social media, with the conversations that are being addressed, with the substances that are being introduced. Like there is just a wild, wild west being presented to teenagers right now. And I just want to hear what is it like for them? And so I am 32, but I have brought in the coolest 14-year-old around to help me navigate this conversation where I'm just going to be asking all the questions and sharing, well, this is what it was like for me. What's it like for you? So please welcome my guest, Pearl. Hi. I'm so glad you're here, Pearl. Thank you for having me. It's cool because I had your mom on Mm -hmm. and she was an amazing episode and she was talking even about like parenting. And so you've been alluded to on this podcast before, (laughs) yeah, but never in the flesh. Right. So I'm glad that you're here sitting on the couch. I've known you since you were, was it 11? I think I was 10 actually because yeah, that's crazy. That's so, that's so crazy. It's crazy because you were such a cool and mature 10 year old (laughs) that to even have like just seen you adjacent from the last couple of years has been really special because a lot of changes. Oh, for sure. Have happened between yeah 10 and 14 yeah I mean you met me when I was like 10 and and I was like I was still like playing with Barbies and playing with Legos and now I'm like I'm 14 I'm in eighth grade and I'm about to like I'm like doing my high school applications right now which is like crazy it's so different it's so different just the jump between childhood right to teenager right so I took Pearl to lunch like a couple weeks ago, we we're like, what should we talk about? And there was just so much. Yeah, there, there was a lot. And then we realized we should make this a two-parter to yeah. actually give it the space that it really needs to go into each topic. So part one, let's kick it off with social media. Oh, yeah. Social media. I feel like that's just... It's a big one. It's a big one. It we could take yeah. the whole hour on it. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to tell you what it was like for me. And then we'll talk a little bit about what is it look like in your era. So for me, again, 32, MySpace was the thing when it was like 13, 14, all the way up to like 15 or 16. And I remember we were all coders because we were like customizing the back pages. We just thought we were really cool if we could do that. The song that you chose was also a way to kind of allude to different things. It was either your mood or it was a song that the person you liked was interested in. It was a lot of undertones in that. There was the code... PC for PC, which was picture comment for picture comment. But the biggest thing was top eight, where you had to choose and rank 
eight people of your top eight and literally say, this is my number one person. This is my number two, my number three, all the way down, which that's kind of intense where it's really stressful to choose your top eight. And then it's really hurtful if you're not in your friend's top eight, but they were in yours. So it was a little bit of like politics there. But all this was done on a computer. We didn't have it in access on our phones. So we were on our computers doing that. And then we were off living our lives. I remember I did get a phone at 14 and all it did was call and you really weren't necessarily calling your friends. And then it could text, but it was texting with like the nine digits where you like double, you like click it multiple times. Yes. Click it multiple times. So it was like, K is like JK, J one, two, and it took forever, but we got really fast at it, but that was just (laughs) the limit of it. So social media was something that you did not frequently because you weren't always home with your computer. And then phones were just a cause. So tell me, hearing all that, like how much of it translates and how much of it is like, that's just such a different time than what you experienced. I mean, now like we have access on our phone. We have access 24 seven. So I could, you know, pull out my phone right now. I could like post on my snap story then just like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, it's very different from what you were explaining. And as far as like the top eight goes, the only thing that I can like, think about that kind of um is similar to that or relates to that is um on snapchat you have like a best friends list and the difference is like you don't have to you you don't choose them it's who you talk to like the most and I mean it's not public which I think is sometimes like a good thing for some people um but it's kind of like you can really see like who you talk to the most and like who your friends are but yeah I mean that's that it's it's crazy how different that is for like you. And even with Snapchat, I remember reading something where it was like the stress that comes with that is your snap streaks where I know like some girls went oh, to yeah. camp and they gave their mom their phone and was like, please keep up my snap. Oh, my streak. I did that. I didn't do it with my mom, but uh-huh. I asked my friend and I was like, can you like, I'm going to be gone for at camp for three weeks. Can you keep my streaks up? So what is like the importance of that? Um, It's sort of like, I don't even know if it really has like an importance, but it's kind of more of like, um, like how often do you talk to these people? How much do they really mean to you? And it's kind of like, if you break a snap streak, especially if it's high, it's like, what the heck? Like you're on your phone so much. Why didn't you snap me? Like, mm-hmm. or if it's like, you got your phone taken away, like, cause you can restore, you can restore the streaks, but it like, it costs like 99 cents or something. Got it. So it's like, kind of annoying but yeah it's kind of like you gotta keep the streaks up so then your friends like stay talking to you wow so it is kind of a pressure for daily engagement there oh yeah I do every the this is bad but like the second I wake up I like do my streaks like I mm-hmm. look at my phone and I just like I you take because you can take one snap and then just send it to like everyone you have streaks with yeah. which is what I do what would be the fear if you didn't keep up a snap streak like what would it feel like inside like is it I disappointed and let down my friend um I don't really know I've only lost like a few but my friends I haven't lost it with and if I do like we like yell at each other but like as a joke like it's not really it's nothing really like oh you broke our snap streak because like we're like beefing or we're fighting it's kind of more like oh you weren't on your like you didn't have time to snap me but you had time to snap other people like wow but the thing is like if you lose one snap streak, like if you, if you don't send your streaks for a day and say the other person doesn't either, like, like say, like, cause when you send your snap streaks, you send it to like a bunch of people. 
that's the your like method of doing it. And then if you lose one, you're most likely to lose a lot of them. Well, with the snapshot of like, oh, if you didn't have time to like do it to me, but you did snap other people, I think that is similar to like the politicking of like the MySpace top eight where it's not, oh my gosh, it's one-sided kind of relationship. What if you didn't have eight friends? Like over MySpace? Yeah. Like what if you had, like, I don't know. Like some people did workarounds and they would put the band that they loved in their top eight. Or like, cause they like bands would have MySpace pages too. Mm-hmm. So like you could technically do it. Or I think eventually you could code to like a top four or whatever. Oh, but it's kind of similar to like the Snapchat thing. It was like, it was a way to brand like, these are my people and like, this is my community. So most people didn't do that. Mm-hmm. It was very much so of like, this is my circle. This is my crew. Mm-hmm. And then it was like hurtful if someone removed you. Like if you were beefing, like kind of what you were talking about on there is like, that was also kind of a way that it came across of like your allegiance is broken. I mean, that's sort of like a, like, like the Snapchat thing. Like say someone's your number one best friend and you're also their number one best friend, it'll show up on your thing and Mm. it'll, it'll be like, it'll be like BFFs. And then if you're for two weeks in a row, it'll be like, it'll be like, oh no, first it's besties. Then it's BFF. Then if it's for more than two months, then it's like super besties or something like that Mm -hmm. but my best friend and I were like super besties so like if I go down one on hers it'll be like oh like you're not number one best friends anymore and I'll get mad at her like I'll be like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. you snapped someone else so she spams me like she'll like I mean I have I have a screen recording of her just like spamming me like it's like it's over a thousand snaps that she sent because you can do multi-snap and she just like snapped me like so many times to the point where I was her number one best friend again but Wow. That was a scare. So, but between that and like those little labels Mm -hmm. and then between the way that they've monetized it of like 99 cents to get it back, it also feels like they're capitalizing on some of like everyone, what all feels like of teenagers and friendship insecurities or whatever. It feels like they're trying, not trying, but the labels on there are actually adding more pressure than they're helping. Yeah. That is so, so interesting of how that still different social media platforms, kind of the same things on there. But I remember also you showed me your phone of, you could see people's location on there. Oh, Snap Maps. Yeah. Snap Maps. So if someone's unfamiliar with Snapchat, what other features come on there that come into play that you either opt in or opt out of? Oh, Snap Maps. So like, um, there's, so there's different features on Snap, on Snap Maps, you can go what's called ghost mode, which means like, Cause like there's a ghost on the Snapchat logo, I guess it's like why. Got it, got but, it. But um, people like can't see your location, and you can see other people's though. But um, if you there's an option where you can, there's also sharing live location, mm-hmm. so you can share live location, and then you can have it for certain friends. I only have my location on for like people who are like like my best friends, like who I like like hang out with like every day, and then I have like my live location on for like two or three people. But mm-hmm. yeah. So, and then there's also, there's like the chats, obviously, which that's kind of controversial because also with Snapchat, you can see if anyone screen records, screenshots, save to camera roll, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of, and then you can also like save in chat, but also you have the option of deleting the chats to immediately. So right after like you exit the chat, then the chats that you just had are gone, Mm -hmm. which is kind of difficult because there's like the whole like this person said this about you, but I can't prove it to you because they would see that I screenshotted. Mm. So that's kind of hard. That's wild. Cause even just hearing you talk about it, I'm feeling anxious <laughs> because it just feels like that's a lot of access 
to give people, you know, your location or where you're at, or even if things disappear. And it's just a lot of just access to yourself constantly. So where do you have time to retreat? Where do you have time to just have clarity? It feels like it's constantly tethered to a device, which would be overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of also the people you hang out with. Um, I'm pretty lucky. I have a really great group of friends. Mm -hmm. It, it was kind of hard more at like, like the beginning. It's also a mix between girls and boys, which I think is important. So it's just not just like a bunch of girls in this, like, like getting on each other's nerves and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I have like a great group of friends and we'll be like, we'll be hanging out together. And, um, like all of a sudden, like one of us will just like, we'll all be on our phones and one of us will be like, get off your phones. And then we'll all put our phones down and then, um, we'll like talk or like socialize or engage in like conversation. And like, sometimes we'll be like, okay, we can't look at our phones for 10 minutes, which like seems kind of like, oh, that's dumb. You can obviously like put your phone down for 10 minutes, but it's hard because we're, we're on our phones a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And I would say like 50% of our time mm-hmm. or more, which is not good, but it's like the truth. I'd rather hear the truth. Like, yeah. what is it really like? Yeah. And I mean, with like screen time, like my mom put my screen time on and she put it for like two hours and that did not work. Like mm-hmm. now it's just gonna be little reminders and I'm like, you've been on your phone for three, like five hours, six hours. Uh-huh. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And she used to be like, get mad at me about it. And she used to be like, Pearl, like your screen time is like flying through the roof Mm -hmm. but then again like I am talking to my friends I'm socializing and it is like and also like sometimes like for music music shows up on screen time too oh interesting but okay that makes sense yeah I I do think it's a different way of communicating Mm -hmm. that just is more obviously 21st century of that time engaged is longer because it is the way to socialize we have so many ways to socialize we Mm -hmm. have I mean there's iMessage there's snapchat there's instagram dms there's tiktok Mm -hmm. chats there's like i think you can you can message on pinterest too there's like there's like there's email there's so many ways that you can talk Uh like my my best friend and i we used to have screen time on messages Mm -hmm. so we made a shared note and we would go in our notes app and we would talk back and forth on that oh because we like we're like we we can't talk on text messages what do we like what will we do Mm -hmm. we just went on our notes app Okay. So I think that's another clever thing that like any teenager of any generation is going to do, which is find a workaround. Oh, a hundred percent. They'll find a way. They'll find a way. You can also log into your Snapchat on your friend's phones. Oh my gosh. Okay. So my workaround, my mom on our computer, because again, wasn't on the phone. She set a timer for like every night at like 8 PM, our Wi-Fi shut off. And so we couldn't access our computers past that. I didn't like break the rules a ton, but I did enough where I realized if you go and change the time zone on your computer, Hey, it's 8 PM, whatever in Texas, but California that's 6 PM. So I would like set it there and I had longer time. That's funny. But then you keep an ear out if like the parents coming up and you're quickly trying to change the time zone. So I definitely got busted, but what are other workarounds that teenagers are doing to buck the system? Like, so if they have screen time on their phones, and they're bumped against the limit. So you'd pull up a shared note and go back and forth. Like what are other ways where it's like, ah, oh, these are the just obvious workarounds that everyone's doing to try um, and get past it. I mean, a lot of people figure out their screen time password. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't figured mine out yet. 
I mean, but I don't even have screen time on my phone anymore. But like when I did have it, I would get so frustrated. I would try everything. I was like, uh-huh. what is this password? It was probably something like really easy because I would try like like hard things. I'd be like, when was my mom's like first like when did she first get her car? When was the first time? Like I would like think yeah. of like dates. I'd be like, what? Like, but it was probably some like one, two, three, four, to be honest. Cause sure. I wasn't thinking like that. But I know my friend, um, he has screen time on his phone and like his parents make him do stuff before he's able to use his screen time. Mm-hmm. And he'll be like, Oh, like I finished it. And he only gets like 30 minutes on his phone. Um, but he'll he knows his screen time password. He's just like I don't want to use it because what if my parents can see? And he's like, and, and we're all like, they, they, they probably can't see when you use a screen time password. And then he's like, okay, I'll try it. And so then he started doing that. And he, now it's like his workaround. And it's really funny because he'll like call us. He'll be like, guys, be quiet. Like my mom can probably hear us. Like he's like, he's like whispering. He's like, hi guys. He's like, I'm going to break the rules, but yeah. quietly. Yeah. I don't want anyone to know. Yeah. So, I mean, leave it to teenagers. I feel like any type of workaround, like they're going to try everything because also all the time in the world to figure it out. But also the thing is, I think that it like is important is like, like strict parents make sneaky kids. Mm. Tell us more about this. So I think that like, if you tell your kid like, oh, like you can't do this, this and this, they'll find a way if they really want to, Mm -hmm. but they'll hide it from you more. So I think like giving your kid like, like let them be a kid you, like like let them be dumb sometimes because they're not going to like be able to like do that so what's an example by the way of like strict parenting I don't really know my mom is my mom is great about it she mm-hmm. she's pretty like lenient as far as like stuff goes like I mean I don't really have to I'm not really like I'm, I'm not sneaky with her because not you maybe even that kid you shared of like yeah. the 30 minutes so if their parent not devil's advocate but parents advocate if they're like I don't want them on their phone the whole time. Like 30 minutes feels generous or whatever. Well, but, but, oh, okay. So they, they have to think like, I feel like some people who have that rule of like, okay, only 30 minutes of screen time when you're my age, like he's, he's mm-hmm. 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. Like when you're my age, like that's not enough time. Mm-hmm. And you have to think of like, like parents have to think of like the fact that it's like, if you like, like if you want your kids to, keep up their friendships and like communicate and talk to them like give them some time to do that and Mm -hmm. don't be on them like okay you have like five more minutes four more minutes okay Mm -hmm. time to hang up now oh can I have like three more minutes to like finish up a conversation no turn the phone off Mm -hmm. then they're gonna like then when you when they go back in their room they're gonna be like okay like now let me like sneak in my phone and call my friend so I can finish that conversation and then they have to like be like oh like is my mom coming like every like five minutes which is like probably like difficult but that's what he does because like the undertone of what you're saying I think is to hear your kids desire mm-hmm. behind their question yeah of not just like a harsh black and white like I said 30 minutes but to hear oh they're wanting more time with their friends and even just connecting to their want first instead of yeah. just going to these arbitrary because also I feel like parents are so quick to make like oh you have 30 minutes to do this and like are very like adamant about it like try to like put yourself in your kids shoes like if you're like oh I don't want only 30 minutes to talk to my friends like I maybe want an hour or like I'm like for like my mom the reason I got snapchat in the first place was because I was going my mom was very like adamant like no snapchat until you're like I think she's like 15 or 16 Mm -hmm. but all my friends had it and I was like jealous of them and I was like I want to like be able to talk to my friends where my mom was like no like you can text them but no one 
really uses text anymore or Mm -hmm. at least my friends don't but um I was like we were going on spring break and we were going to Hawaii and I was like can I get snap just so I can like talk to my friends Mm -hmm. when we're gone and my mom was fine like yeah okay sure Mm -hmm. and then I was like I remember like being so happy about it I was like thank you I was really grateful because like she like understood me for I love that. And well, I mean, you already know I love your mom. Yeah. We love my mom. We love your mom. But I heard this once where it was saying anything that your kids asking, it's like, well, all my other friends are doing, they said like, never be the first parent to allow access, try and be the second to last where it's not the last one because then they've been left out this whole time, but then enough people have kind of gone through it. You can understand it first, where if you just give it carte blanche, especially early on, it could be more dangerous. But not being the last one to give them access to things that are connecting them with their peers and their friends and letting them be on whatever the wave is so they can be involved in that. Where Mm -hmm. if it was like a no, no, never, you would have felt disconnected. Also, because like like conversations at school sometimes like revolve around social media. like, Like if say like a group of friends were on a call and one person didn't have Snapchat and they were on a snap call Mm -hmm. and all that night, like they were like home, they were doing homework or something. And the next day, like that group of friends came back and everyone, but that one person knew an inside joke or like, remember what happened last night on the call? Like when your mom walked in or something, it was like, like something Mm -hmm. funny, like they're just like left out. And I like, I think it's important to always like, think about that. Like, think about like, what could happen if you don't say yes? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, it's even but, the left out. Like, I feel like that as an adult sometimes of like, I sometimes will just move the location of where my social media apps are. So then if I'm mindlessly going to them, it causes me to like a second glance or a second thought of like, oh, I'm just going out of here out of, you know, just routine. Like, mm-hmm. do I really need to go here? But I don't really like deleting them because I like to see what my friends are up to. And if it's completely gone, I feel like I'm missing out on parts of their lives. And it does feel the same, even as an adult. Like it may not be as frequent as it is for teenagers, but I think even adults, we have that same understanding of like, no, I want to be in on what's happening with like my circle and what's going on. I don't want to be too far off. I think speaking of like the social media platforms, I wonder what it looks like to translate to your generation, because my generation, the way that we flexed were Facebook albums. We would, the night after an event, plug our digital cameras to our computer, upload. These albums could be like 80 pictures, and it's like 10 of the same ones, just slight variations. Like, we did not find the most interesting ones. We were like um, quantity over quality Mm -hmm. and we would just load them up and be like homecoming you know 2007 and it was just just way too many photos but it's like that's what we did and it was like and immediately you throw up an album do you have any ways that you guys flex I don't know if like flex would be the right like word I mean if like is that an old person word am I old now for using that no it's just I don't know my people my people my age at least don't really use it very much okay so it's an old person word but but continue (laughs) (laughs) what would you use I mean I would say like they kind of like it's like oh I was there like because Mm -hmm. so there's like the way that parties work now is that there's a snapchat or an instagram account and it's like december 16th party and then you follow you, you have to request and then if you get accepted you have to like comment down below if you're coming to the party mm-hmm. and then once you do that then you either are in or you have to like pay five dollars or something and then normally the parties get shut down but like 
if like you post on like your like your snap story or like your instagram story like and it's like just like a picture of like a bunch of people at the party and then like the location or like the time or something mm-hmm. then like oh everyone like that's a cool like that's cool so cool like they were at that party but like that's kind of like the only thing i can really think of i was like y- you were either there or you weren't and you missed the moment pretty much yeah mm-hmm. interesting there's so many similarities but just the expression of it feels totally different of even like the values of it mm-hmm. um what is it like for tiktok i think you talked about like some people have like a public tiktok and then a private oh, yeah. tiktok so people have like like either like what they call like the main like their main account which is like what they post for like a bunch of people to see uh, and then they have like a spam or a private where they like just like post a bunch of like weird videos of them or like <laughs> just like kind of like a like more than they do on their main page just to, like their personal friends that's what I, I love both of mine are private but one of them has like significant like one of them has like i think like like almost 400 versus like 26 because mm-hmm. like it's not like my like close friends that i let on my private account that's so so why two separate ones because i mean like i i i don't know i like tend to be more like myself and like embarrass myself on my private account and like be like oh like be like silly and stuff mm-hmm. versus where like on my main, like, I either have, like, one post or no posts. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So when we were at lunch, we saw a girl from afar who were like, oh, she's TikTok famous. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean to be TikTok famous? And how does that, like, affect the rest of the people at the school? Is like, someone there is TikTok famous. Like, how does it pe- change? I think people at schools don't really care. Okay. Like, it's just kind of like a, oh, like, she has, like, a high following some some people think it's like oh like that's so embarrassing like she's like she has so many followers on tiktok but like the girl who we saw she's like she's successful and she like uh, like most people know i actually went to dance with her when i was little but i don't think she, i don't think she remembers me but i did i was in dance class with her uh-huh. and um but she has like a million followers so the people at school it's just not impressive to them no it's, it's either like oh i know her or like oh i'm mutual friends with her mm-hmm. or like Oh, I don't like her. But like, it's just, no one really cares. Is there anything left on social media or should we transition to style? I think we could transition to style. Now a quick pause to hear from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Efficient Aid. offers fractional virtual assistants whose sole purpose is to help people who are making a difference. Are you bogged down in your email and still managing your own calendar? Delegating those tasks to a high caliber career assistant can free you up to utilize your time towards the areas of your best and highest use, allowing you to focus on the areas you truly thrive in. Learn more at efficientaid.com. That's efficient, A-I-D-E.com. Okay, back to the episode. So when I was 14, when we saw something like cool style-wise, we didn't have YouTube tutorials to help us figure it out. We just had to look at it and think, can I recreate this at home to the best of my ability? So I remember having um, Garnier Fruitis mousse. That was the thing. It had a certain smell and it was like the wavy look. So I thought I saw a girl who had beautiful hair who did that. And I thought I'm going to do this at home. I didn't think to practice it. I thought I have a big banquet. This is my night to shine. I'm going to do it. And I was like, I just know I can. So I got just globs of this mousse. I tried to scrunch it as best as I could. 
and it was like crunchy ramen noodle. It was so messed up. And then I didn't have time to fix it. And I had to go to, it was just such a terrible thing where I had no clue what I was doing, trying to recreate a look. I didn't do an advance. So just for this important event, I just had terrible hair and I just felt so defeated because it was just trying to copy like a look. It was basically like, here's a painting, try and go recreate it. Where now it's like step by step by step, product, video usage, like the style was so different. But like, how is that where now I see like 12 year olds with incredible makeup because they have access to that. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I don't know if I want to like label it, but like, what's your take on that? I think, I think it's pretty cool. Um, I think it's helpful Uh because I much rather know how to do something and like practice it and know like the exact steps and versus than like just being like, oh, well, I think I can do this. Mm -hmm. And then like just like having like a similar situation to you where it's just like oh no like what do I do like I have to go like now yeah um but I started wearing makeup I was I I was one of the first of my friends to start wearing makeup but I wore like thick black like winged eyeliner but like it was bad like I didn't know how to do it Mm -hmm. and I was like no like I like I got this like I can do well and that that was like the second thing I started doing the first thing I started doing was my eyebrows Mm mm-hmm I had no idea how to do them. I found my mom's eyebrow stick one day. I was like, oh, <laughs> I bet I can do this. And I just started like drawing like boxes. I was like nine or 10. And I was like, don't I look great? And like my best friend, she was like, you look so scary. And my mom was like, Pearl, what are you doing? Like, go take that <laughs> off. And I would get so mad. I was like, no, like, I don't want to. She's like, okay. And so she just let me go out in that. And I, I thank her for it. Cause I'm glad I got that done with like earlier on. Uh-huh. Um, but I was also like, emo at one point I just like put a bunch of black eyeliner on my mm-hmm. eyes I was like I look great right now but I looked I like I look back at the pictures and I'm like oh my gosh like what was I doing how old were you when you started being emo no <laughs> I mean like, yeah maybe that too yeah. like or like makeup. makeup where my mom like wouldn't fight me on it mm-hmm. probably like the end of six so like I, I was probably like 12 12 like 11 mm-hmm. or 12 mm-hmm. I started wearing like like clear mascara at mm-hmm. like 10 clear mascara my mom started me with a clear lip gloss she was like this is the makeup and I think it's even fascinating you started with eyebrows because like my generation was just coming off of like the thin eyebrows like so we were over thin but we weren't like really giving them any like thought I have no idea why I think I would just like was like let me do what although the thing that I, I loved is when I was younger my mom and I we lived um like in a house that we we had like it was like one room it was like we each had like a room and then we had like one bathroom that we shared and it was a small mm-hmm. bathroom but when she was getting ready for work I would sit there and I would watch her do her makeup mm-hmm. and then when she would leave like my nanny would be doing something and I'd go in the bathroom and I'd like play with it mm-hmm. and the first thing I started doing was lipstick because my mom she wears like like really cool like lip glosses and lipstick and she always has like cool colors and I would do the same so I started wearing like like lip gloss and lipstick and chapstick Mm -hmm. that was like my first Mm -hmm. and I like I was actually pretty good at like doing like lip gloss and lipstick but I don't know why I said it with eyebrows it was that was not a good decision but I'm glad I'm gonna start somewhere yeah I remember I what was huge for us was like bronzer it was like the moment it's like the bronzer you just load it up it was just like that was the most important thing maybe then mascara but like we look back at pictures and we're like oh my gosh like that's not even like human looking like it looks so obvious that we put all this bronzer on but like 
I, just like there, there you, was, it was a style. It was the style yeah. too. It was like just the 2000, I don't know, like mid early 2000s, mid 2010s and like just the blue and like really color expressive, but heavy handed. I'll oh, put yeah. it that way. It was not like supernatural looking on yeah. that. And then hair, straight hair was super important for a time. So we all wanted straighteners for Christmas. We all got like, there was the chi that was like the most expensive one. You could get the knockoffs, but none of us really figured out how to not get that crease right here. We would straighten our hair and then it just everyone you could tell, or we all missed that one clump in the back. <laughs> so it was just one wave there where it looked perfect up front. And then the back was just terrible what are some hair like experimental things that you've done i've done just or maybe it's just popular i think my like my generation or at least my friends Uh they're all very like i know my hair type i know exactly what i want for my hair and they like their hair looks great like Uh their hair is always like like one of my friends her hair like she'll like come out and she'll be like oh my hair like i hate my hair like and i'm like like stop like you're like sh- her hair is like gorgeous every time like, it's, it's like she looks like she just like got a blowout or something I'm like oh my gosh like but as for like for me personally like my hair it's not curly and it's not wavy it's just kind of like poofy and when I was younger like I would just like I like did not really take good care of my hair but now I sort of do but I I dye it a lot which is not the best for my hair but I think it's fun so playing with color yeah that's cool that more people are just even just owning their own hair texture. Yeah. And they like, they know exactly what they want for their hair. Like, like how to take care of it. I think, I think hair is one thing that like, we like, we, we have, like we got that. That's a great progression. Yeah. Cause mine, it was very much you want what you can't have. So if you don't have straight hair, you're straightening. If you have straight hair, you're trying to get curls. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like some people do do that, but for the most part, I think like, like for me personally, like mm-hmm. my friends, like they know, they know what they got like they know what to do that's cool okay style wise like are there trends that people are following are there certain individuals people are taking their cues from like how do you choose what you're gonna wear where you live or where you like are like there's kind of like a popular like style and there's kind of but I think for the most part like my friends and I have very like different styles like and I kind of like that like I think it's like like we all wear different things and we all kind of like because like some people will be like oh like you're wearing that you're like yeah I am like deal with it like I like my style because people are like oh my gosh like I love my style some people are like I hate my style but it's kind of like everyone sort of like will find something mm-hmm. that they like and those go off of that so how would you describe your style and then how would you maybe describe your best friend's style that's hard my style I kind of like I like big pants like big jeans. And then like, like, a sh- like I like, I like bigger clothes, like, and sometimes I'll like wear like big jeans and like, like a smaller shirt, mm-hmm. like, like whether it's like a tank top or like a crop top or just like a tighter shirt. Mm-hmm. Whereas my best friend, like, sh- and also like, I like jewelry a lot. So I'll like put like cool earrings in or something. Mm-hmm. And then whereas my best friend, like, she's like, it's very like it's like simple yet it looks great on her like it'll be like it'll be like like low-rise jeans and like a white tank top and Mm -hmm. it's so simple but she looks so great in it and I also think like I think everyone's style is so like unique but like if they pull it off like they pull it off well because so it's just more freedom to play like yeah because again 
teenagers and mine, it was like a polo, sometimes double polo. It was low-rise jeans. We were big into camis. I mean, I just had so many camis and they had like lace on the bottom. And then our pants were so long that like the back of it, you would you walk do, on it. Yes, exactly. My, and it, the entire bottom of my pants ripped off because of this. Okay, then that relates because yeah. like you would just walk holes into the, the back exactly. of it. Yeah. Sometimes you would do a t-shirt with a collared long sleeve shirt under it. If you were a musician or into music, that's how you just showed that you had artistic taste, which was like so silly, like whatever that meant but like the style for like that was very uniform of like we all wear this this is like what shows us is cool like there wasn't different expressions there Mm -hmm. it was just how can I just be a tweak off of that which I think is so funny because we look back and we just like look the same or like Hilary Duff was so cool but if you watch her show like her style was very eclectic and crazy it was like hers was in the hair where it's like the twisty butterfly clips oh yeah is that a thing for you it it was when i was like 10 okay no it was like like 20 20 like i wore i had butterfly clips yeah we did that at like 15 (laughs) i think also though our 15 is likely your guys's 10 as far as like maturity levels at that time Mm -hmm. of like what we were wearing like i see younger and younger kind of expressing that way i mean now like i mean i saw i've seen like 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 fourth graders wearing what i wore in like sixth and seventh grade wow so even more and more and more yeah that's so interesting so do you see anything because millennials now at our age we're getting hate for like side parts oh yeah no okay i have a widow's peak i can't do a middle no, part because the thing is like it's if it's like if it's like s- small it's fine but like like, like if it's like ha- if it's half of your head and like uh-huh. over it like no like people just don't yeah, going back to MySpace days, it was like a deep side park and then it like a, everyone did a side swoop. That's what you called the side bangs. You're like, should I get side bangs? And they were always like covered in eye. They were like just right here, like the deepest part over. It was Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen where like all of our hair inspo pics, like that was the thing. But going back to today, we also get razzed for like a front tuck. Like, is that also lame now? Because you say, like, expressions out there. No way. We get made fun of for our clothes. I think, like, there's, like, a... I don't know if it's... I think it... I don't even think it's stereotypical. I think it, like, it is. Like, everyone's, like... Like, there's, like, this stereotypical, like, millennial, like, outfit. Which is what? I think, like, older millennials. Because I have, like... I have, like, like, like older cousins and older, like, family members who are, like, millennials. And, like, they all sort of wear, like, like, skinny jeans like boots and then like a like blouse and that's like halfway tucked in we call them nice going out blouses but continue (laughs) and no but like that's just kind of like like we kind of are like that's like you can tell when someone's a millennial really easily like i like my friends like like, we'll go out and we'll like we played a game one time and we're like my friends i were sitting down and we were at this like we're at starbucks i think and like we were just like playing like okay like what generation is the person walking in and we, ba- we we know we got them right. Like, it was very obvious. You can tell when a millennial is a millennial. Mm. And does it have a negative connotation or is it neutral? Um. Okay, that tells me <laughs> negative. It kind of <laughs> depends because it's like, it's like, it's more of like a personal preference. It's like, oh, like, are we like frowning upon them? Like, are they like, because then there's like those like TikToks. I don't know if you've seen them, but it's just like, it's like POV, like millennials. And it'll yes. be like, it'll be like, like millennials tend to share a lot on social media mm-hmm. or like be like oh look at my look at this 
bird that was in my yard like they'll post that on like facebook it's like okay that's pretty cool and like long captions yes like what do you want we're not, we're not reading all that long not, captions are lame yeah it keep it no one's reading your whole like life story in an instagram post I'm mm. telling no one's gonna read it I I can guarantee like there's maybe like maybe your grandma will read it but that's it no one's gonna read oh today I had the most wonderful experience at the subway with the kind like okay <laughs> we don't care we really don't yeah. we really have no interest and like I feel like that's like a thing like to think about like don't post paragraphs please is and that like cringy to you? It's not cringy. It's just like you can summarize this into three words if you wanted to really easily too. like you. It, it's over explaining. It's a waste of my time. Mm. I could have looked at the next post already, but I'm over here looking at the bear that was in your backyard that almost attacked you like that you were like 20 feet away from. Mm. It's just like, OK, like we get it. Pearl, I appreciate the hard-hitting truth. <laughs> it's going to hurt some people to hear, but, you know. It's the truth. It, I'm sorry. I can get I can get more than 50 people to agree with me on this. You know, I, I, could, I yeah. can understand. Yeah. No, it's really good to know. <laughs> and if your feelings are hurt, then maybe write a long caption about it. Yeah. And then. No, no one's going to read it, though. You can, you can <laughs> go ahead, but no one's reading it. <laughs> that is so, so funny. Okay. <laughs> Style. Going back to that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like there are trends or anything or no trends aren't things anymore? It is, but there's only a few people who are like, oh, this is a trend. Let me do it. And it's kind of like you can't really name specific trends unless it's like really popular. Got it. It's, it sounds kind of like a free for all style wise. It's yeah. just like whatever you want to do. Yeah. Is welcome. I'd say so. Except if you want to do skinny jeans, boots and a blouse. Don't. Don't do that. Please. I mean, if, if it's like, like some people can pull it off. Like, I have cousins who look great doing it, but, like, people who, like, are trying hard with it, and, like, it's just, like, not, like, no. Noted. Noted. What's your take? Like, who are the popular kids at your school? Are there popular kids? Well, as far as my school goes, there's only 30 kids in my grade. Hmm. I go to a really small school, and it's from kindergarten to um eighth grade, and so it's, it's a small school, um, and there's, no, there's popular kids but no one's like everyone in the middle school at least everyone knows each other for the most part um and no one like really cares about popularity but like kind of like the eighth graders at least like 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 the kids in my grade we all like no one's like oh she's so popular like, we all know each other we all sit together at lunch the, my grade hangs out on the playground at lunch and like I also think that's part of like like we all last year and like the year before like, we were all like oh let's go like like the guys were like oh let's go play basketball and we we're like oh let's go sit by the tree and talk now we all sit on the playground and like I mean I did a handstand today I haven't done a handstand in a really long time and it was really fun <laughs> uh -huh. and I did it against a wall and like we were like we played like tag mm -hmm. and I mean it's just like fun like now I feel like we're having fun because we're also in eighth grade so there's like there's no one older than us at our school to like be like to like judge us which I think is great because our like our grade is like like the weirdest out of all three grades and we're like the oldest but like we're like we're fun that's cool do you think voting people like homecoming king or queen is dumb yeah I think it's so stupid yeah because like like what's the point like and also I think it's like it's kind of different now like 
I mean, we have a homecoming at my school, but there's not like homecoming court. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like the game and there's a dance. Um, but it's like I think like homecoming queen and like king, like you're just like you're trying too hard. Your like mom probably got it, so you're like, oh, I want to do it too. But like no one, I don't think anyone really cares. What's your take on pick me girls? I hate them. They're so annoying. Like how? Because like first of all, like there's different types of pick me girls. There's the ones who like acknowledge like, oh, I'm being pick me right now. Like sorry. Oh, or define it by the way for our listeners if they don't oh, know. Um, a pick me girl is kind of like a girl who does stuff for like attention, but not in like a way that you would think. Like they'd be like, like oh my gosh, my hands are so small. Like you're like. It's kind of, it's, it's a way of like flirting, but it doesn't work. So she's orienting her behavior for male attention. Yeah. Okay. But it's, but it's in a way where it's just like, stop. And she'll do it in front of like girls too. It's like, oh my gosh, like I'm actually like, like I'm, oh my gosh, I'm so bad at this. Like, like, like stop. It's so, it pisses me off. It's so annoying. Like placating themselves or downplaying themselves to put themselves almost in like, a victim save me kind of yeah. posture. Uh, the hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. And it's just like, like you can also be like, Oh, you're being pick me right now. Like you'd be like, Oh my gosh. Like, like, I just like, I can't do this anymore. Like, okay, you're being pick me. Like you can do it. It's not that hard. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just like, I think they're so annoying. Mm-hmm. I think it should be stopped. <laughs> and is it in person or is it online or both? Both. Um, if you post, yourself crying why there mm-hmm. it's like there's the only reason you're doing it is for attention you like think i mean if you can if you can think of another way mm-hmm. that you're posting yourself crying on social media besides getting attention tell me i'm really interested see i think that's interesting because as far as when i see someone crying online i also get uncomfortable i feel like it's a a very public it's platform also, to be doing I, that. I agree. It's also like a digital footprint. Like, I mean, my best friend, I remember when she first got Instagram, she posted herself crying and she's like, POV me at 10 o'clock crying for like whatever reason. And I screenshot it when we were 10 mm-hmm. and I was looking through my camera the other day and I found it and I was like, oh my gosh, what were you doing? I was like, thank gosh, you only had like four followers mm-hmm. and you were just showing it. Like when I sent it to her and she's like, there's no way I did that. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just like also like thinking about like digital footprint, like people are going to be like, why are you crying? Like what, like, what, like, I just think it's, I think the motivation sometimes too, is to be like, oh, online feels so curate curated. Here's like a raw and a real moment that maybe isn't displayed. And like online is a highlight reel. Here's real life. So like, I think sometimes it's attention motivated. Sometimes it's like, well, here's the full picture of what's happening. I think, I think the only, the, the, like when it's like full picture, I think it's more influencers or people who have a high following, like who are just like, like this is me being real because mm-hmm. there, there's really only like the only way, like, yeah. Yes, you can post yourself online crying. It's just not like, it's just not smart. Is there any time at all where you feel like a crying online would be appropriate? Um, I mean, it, it, if you see something like I saw this one girl, it was like my reaction to like the new Little Mermaid. And she was like, oh my gosh, like, like I see like myself in her. Like, and it was just like, she was like being like sweet about it. And then I saw like another video like related to it and it was this girl and she had seen the video of the girl crying about the movie 
and she started crying because the girl started crying oh my gosh a double crying like a stitch of crying is my nightmare yeah, like i don't want to watch two people crying i don't want to i don't like i don't want to listen to them yap about why they're crying either like it's just like what's the point help like, me understand stitch too so it's like where there's a video and oh, someone's there's doing- a video and then there like you can like duet it or stitch it and then you can add your own little like like and also your own reaction yeah. video to watching and it but also only millennials really do. okay that. good because i was like i don't get it people will stitch my videos a lot and it's just them going <laughs> yeah i know like, like I, just pointing and no, cause, nodding cause and that, i'm like that's, that's a that's a millennial thing okay. no you'll never see a gen z no one, do that mm-hmm. if you do they're like on the older side and they were born in like 1996 and they're like on the cusp because if you like if especially if it's like music mm-hmm. and it's just them and they're like what are you doing yeah no one no one needs to see your reaction to a video that's like that's it's so annoying it makes me so angry like what are you doing why are you doing it what is the point what do you what's the goal here like no totally no one young is stitching and i just like get tagged in these and i go to see like if they add something interesting and it's just them silently nodding exactly you hear your like it's like like if someone stitched my video it'd be like me like talking and then they just be like Okay. And if you're audio listening, she's just nodding her head. Nothing, yes. nothing like, added here. What? 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 You could, you could leave a comment if, if you really felt the need to be like, oh, I agree with this. Say that in the comment. Don't stitch. Don't make another video. Okay. The last thing that we wanted to touch on was communication. Mm-hmm. So I think the main thing is, is like other generations communication to you. What have you found? Like translates between generations what do you not like i know when we went to lunch you were like it's kind of annoying when they say when i was your age well i think the when i was your age thing i think it's um it can people can say it in two different ways there's the one that is actually trying to relate to you and be like well when i was your age like this and this and that happened and they're not judging you they're like just trying to share information with Mm you and they're like and they don't, they're not like trying to like give it, like make it backhanded. They're kind of just like letting you know. And then they're like, well, tell me like, like they're asking questions about it. And then there's the type of people who are like, well, when I was your age, like, like, for example, one time someone said to me, they were like, I was on my phone and they were like, can you get off your phone? I was like, oh yeah, one second. Like, let me just like finish this text. And they're like, well, when I was your age, like I didn't have to text every five minutes. And I was just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like. Okay, what do you want me to do with that information? Like, you are 40 years older than me. Um, you, we grew up in much, much different times. You barely had the same technology. You didn't have any technology that I had right now. And you don't know what it's like to have to, like, keep up with your friends and make sure, like, that you, like, keep up and talk with them. Because, like, it's, like, hard and you want to make sure, like, you stay, like, super close. So I think it's, like that really bothers me if someone's like well when I was your age and they just like be annoying about it it sounds like the difference of when they say it out of curiosity sake versus to be derogatory yeah which is like a very different inflection a hundred percent I agree yeah there are some phrases that feel old to you Mm -hmm. like what comes up where you're just like we don't talk that way I don't really like for me personally I don't really mind like what people say because well the thing actually that kind of bothers me it doesn't bother me I just think it's like whatever is my mom she heard me say stuff in like seventh grade and she like was like oh my gosh I'm gonna start saying it like now like she says chat like she'll be like she'll be like what's up chat 
Do you know about that? I don't even know. So like, it's like people used to like type it and they'll like, they'll be like, what's up? Like to a group chat, like, what's up chat? Mm-hmm. But my mom will say it out loud. She's like, what's up chat? It's like my friends. And then we all just like kind of look at her and we're like, what? Because it's dated or because she is too old to be using it? Both. It's just like Got no it. one says that anymore. And then she'll also be like, what's up fam? Like my friends will say that as a joke, but my mom saying it to my friends is not funny. Well, sometimes it's funny. But like my parents picked up that one too. They say it in our group text. Sometimes. Oh yeah, my mom be like, "What's up, fam?" Like to my friends. I'm like, "Okay, mom." Like, no. And like, but it's like it's. I think it's cute. But I, like, she thinks that I hate it. But I mean, it's kind of cute. It's kind of. But like at funny. the same time, you're overusing it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's whatever. Is it annoying to you guys when we use your phrases like "riz"? Is that not your phrase? <laughs> 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 it is it's just like i feel like you see all these like things like on like tiktok but if someone like says it out loud they'll say it as a joke like they don't like they're not like if someone's like like they'll be like oh my gosh like they have so much riz like no one says that it's kind of like oh like you just like riz that girl up like as a joke got it and i kind of feel like people who are older or who people who don't really get it will take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's like a joke. Most of the time, it's a joke. I can tell that new phrases have gone to die when corporations start using them, when it's like Wendy's tweeting out something. They're trying to be topical. And they'll say like, oh my gosh, these french fries are so on fleek, which I know that's not actually topical. It was just the first thing that came yeah. to mind. I feel like that's when I know that it's gone. But I can't ever tell what's topical because I'm not in the flow. I just feel like it's kind of also, it's also helpful because like, I mean, I feel like, also like schools like different like people like different things like this one kid in my grade like he didn't make this up he didn't like he found it on tiktok but no one at my school had like no one in my grade at least had really heard it and he started saying like what's goody and everyone said that Mm -hmm. for like two months and it got really annoying Mm -hmm. but like everyone was just like saying it to like each other like as like a joke and then now we say it and it's like oh my gosh like we used to say that too much and it's like oh my gosh like remember that I I think that's so, so hilarious of like things can come and be like a flash in the pan and then they're gone, but people are still picking on top of it. Like I remember the movie eighth grade where they were joking with that one kid who kept yelling like LeBron James, like, which was such a thing, but it was like quick and funny. And then like, there was always that one kid where you're like, they're never going to let this die. This will always be funny to them. That's like, that's like the, like the the class clown. Like that's the person who thinks they're funny, but they're they're not funny at all. I'm concerned because <laughs> I've used some of the things you're talking about. I in my past have worn skinny jeans and boots. Well, but the thing is like that, that's what it was when you were like. Yes. Yeah. At the time. It at was the very time, cool. Yeah. But it's just like evolution. Yeah. I've, I don't have skinny jeans on. If you can see, these yeah, are no, wide those are, leg. Those are not skinny jeans. We also each have interesting socks on. We noticed that earlier. Socks. Okay, well, she always yells at me now. For, less cool again because no, they're no, not no. even yours. No, because the thing is, I don't like. I steal my mom's socks every single day, and she yells at me for it. She has socks that have her initials embroidered in it, and I wore them today. And she looked at me, and she was like, she started yelling at me. She's like, "Pearl, are you wearing my socks?" I was like, "Yes, I'm wearing your socks." And she was like, oh, "Like you have your own socks?" And I was like, "They're dirty." She's like, "You you don't own two pairs of socks?" And I was like, "Okay, but like yours are more comfortable. Yours are solid color." And she's like you own socks stop stealing mine i'm gonna do it anyway but it's just like 
Like you can, like, they're just socks. There was stuff of my mom's that I loved. And now as a parent, I would be so thrilled if my daughter thought I was cool enough to steal my stuff. I would be like, wow, my mom I still it. got it. My, my, all my mom's like, all my mom's like friends like are like, oh my gosh, like my daughter like took, oh, it's like, that's, that's my daughter took that for me. My mom gets so frustrated with me. I'll like, or she'll like turn it into, she'll be like, oh yeah, you're just like, I'm just too cool for you. I'm like, yep, you're right, mom. Your mom does have actually cool style. So maybe I could understand how she'd be frustrated. But that's a great segue because in the next episode, we're talking about parenting, likes and dislikes from your side of things. But I'm excited for the next episode. You just have to stay tuned in where we go into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be Pearl again. We're going to be wearing these same outfits, sitting on the same couch, but talking about new things. So for this wrap up, my uh, new thing is email newsletter. You can go to havenpod.com to sign up for that today. Please like uh, Pearl. You have to help me craft if I'm saying this in a stupid way. Like, follow, subscribe on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube and rate and review on Spotify and Apple a podcast that's how i'm gonna get out there is there any critique of how i just said that no, that, was, that was perfect you're sure because yeah. like i know people used to say like smash that like button and that's pretty Don't dumb say that. okay i won't say that great smash that like button thank you pearl this is i've four- never said that before like being serious but i mean it do it but now you said it in an ironic way but she also half meant it i did mean it but this is 14 year old approved so everything i just said is like now cool oh yeah thank you guys for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode <laughs>